deal is this. <laughs> tell you, when I was a kid that read Dropper Anton Wilson on his wheel. <laughs> tell you, when I was a kid that read Dropper Anton Wilson on his wheel. Wheel, 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 wheel. They unpissed. Wheel, 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 wheel. They unpissed. Time we finish this, you're all going to be practicing magicians. I'm Jeremy Greer, and I'm Gary Butterfield, and this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where Gary and I talk about the X Men. We are here to talk about the conclusion of the Assault on Weapon Plus arc in the new X Men, written by Grant Morrison. Um, we're going to be Weapon Twenty is the goal, Gary. I want us to get to Weapon all <laughs> the way to Weapon Twenty. <laughs> Trying to make that happen. There. Yeah, just go all the way. There, there's a Weapon Soft cap at fifteen. Oh. After that, you only get uh, like half the stat return. So, uh, what a bummer! Um, what a bummer! Um, and yeah, so we are we're in space now. Yes, uh, it's going to be a space station story where all the big ideas about like this is big idea on top of big idea on top of big idea. Um, there's a weird like the the last three arcs of of this uh, this storyline of this run are kind of like these big idea pileups like this. And I think that's one of the, you know, I think that most people, and I, you know, I don't, not speaking for you and I'm not speaking for me in this, do find the end of this run to be less good, you know, than, than the beginning of it uh, in general. And I think part of it is that, that element, like we are now in like, let's get all the ideas out because the yeah. world, you know, is already this cool idea, but now we find out that it's actually part of a breeding program to make the justice league, except as sentinels to make a public facing sentinel justice league yeah um, this is like which is vaguely cool. the boys right like <clears throat> yeah the boys are like um the authority the authority yeah another good good example yeah. um yeah yeah it's it's I, I think specifically and we'll we'll talk a lot about this as we get to that last run like um great morrison is known for his huge ideas some of which are understandable some of which are not like uh, we, we mentioned a couple of episodes ago, the invisibles, which is a comic that I've always struggled to get through, but just because I don't understand what the fuck is going on. Like, and I just need to power through and, and get to the point where I would be able to understand what that is. Like the broad strokes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but sometimes like, I think when people come to X-Men, like they want some of those big ideas, but if you have too many of them at one time, it just becomes kind of a mess. And, um, I, I'll be interested. I've, I've obviously finished the series, but I haven't gone back. Um, and I finished it again uh when we first started like i couldn't stop myself but now i'm kind of reading mm-hmm. as we do episodes um and i'll be interested with what my final thoughts on that last arc are because it's like this is still to the point where i understand everything that's going on um yep even if sometimes like the art can be a little flaky although that goes away with this issue for the most part uh but like later on like it's a real struggle to figure out like especially when you have like unreliable narrators and things like that happening where it's like yes. what the fuck is actually real and on the page like what am i looking at so the, uh, this was the, this will be the third time. So when I just read the last arc, the here comes tomorrow arc, it was the third time I've read it. And this is the first time I felt like I understood everything that was happening as it was happening. Oh, good. Okay. So. Uh, and it, and it made a big difference. Like 
There'll be a little bit of podcast as service when we do those, because I know people who have read this arc once who are just like, I don't know what the fuck is going on at all in that last couple issues. I got you, fam. Like, I, I, I know exactly what is happening during the Here Comes Tomorrow arc of New X-Men. Um, it's, you know, some of it's not satisfying, but I know what happened, you yeah. know, but it took time. It took repeating, um, you know, which is not like a great sign because like E is for Extinction comes to, goes down immediately smooth. I think that's like a great, like almost beginner X-Men arc. Yes. You know, like you, you want to have that context, but it's like, that is a great onboarding and the offboarding is not as strong, uh, in this run at all. And this arc and in the next arc as well, which there are more big ideas in the next arc than I initially thought, you know, like reading it again with this kind of critical and close eye, like I'm picking up some new stuff from it that maybe I didn't pick up the first time. And that's been nice as well. And it just being the third time I've read it, but, uh, it's dense. Like those big ideas are all things that I love Grant Morrison for. I would not trade it for anything. Um, but it is a double-edged sword. Yeah. Like most good swords, you know? (laughs) (laughs) If it's just a single-edged sword, then that's like an axe, right? Get that saber the fuck out out of here, man. Like, I don't don't have time for this, Aladdin. Get the fuck out. (laughs) Fuck this kukri. (laughs) (laughs) What are you, some kind of prince of Persia? Like, oh, wow. Enough of this. Yeah, Persia. Uh, What a funny name. Um, yeah. So this, uh, this episode, this issue, uh, starts with, uh, every one of these has started with with a foot. Uh, in the beginning of it so just for jeremy we'll treat sure. your daddy thanks um, appreciate it yeah <laughs> yeah and this one starts out with weapon 15's foot in space where he's asking uh what is the purpose of life yes and um like he's been told his entire life uh that you know there is no world outside of the world uh, but now he has broken through the barriers of his previous life. He's gone to space and like now he's essentially looking at his God at looking at his creation. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of a Borg looking spaceship that's like in the asteroid belt. So um, super yeah. cool. I um, yep. uh, He's making his way in basically monologuing, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and having this existential crisis. Like there are too many questions. There's too much emptiness, too much everything. All of it's mine, but that's too much. I need someone to tell me what to do as he floats into the spaceship. Yes. And when he does, uh, he's greeted by the, the weapon plus like administration, uh, here. Yeah. And they're just um, like, Hey, welcome home. Like, don't worry. Uh, he's not going to go crazy. He's just, he's just like, he's just a little confused. Um, you know, the mutants obliterated the world colony when he was born. Like they're, they're still trying to do the brainwashing thing as he makes his way through this like control area and downstairs into what looks like a holding cell for other weapon programs. And it looks like there's a bunch of yeah. mutants and weird, like floaty goo stuff. Um, yeah. Some of them with bits, some of them without bits. Like you just, you just don't know what yep. you're going to get to in this weapon X program. Yeah. You never know where fingers are going to come and how many you're going to get. Yeah. Um, I love, I love this. Uh, the two, two admins like arguing one of them's like, it's inside now, sir. Can we evacuate? Like, <laughs> and it's walking around, not really paying attention to them. Yeah. Uh, which I love until they eventually ask him a question. Like they're telling him all this propaganda, like you're part of this biological arms race, uh, you know, until they eventually say, can you remember your primary function? And he goes, destroy all mutants with a question mark, which I fucking love. Like, yeah. you know, the weapon 15, 15, I would have wanted more of, uh, in all axes, like not just, uh, more content, but also just a little bit more presence. Cause I think the idea of like a baby Superman waking up and, uh, you know, being confused by this is all very cool. Yes. Um, outside our, our boys, our crew, uh, Wolverine, Logan, mm-hmm. and Phantom X is in, uh, Phantom X's nervous system called EVA. They're flying up to the, the space station. I'm really unhappy that every time there's a shot outside in space, like there's just like rocks floating everywhere. It just really irritates mm-hmm. the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know yep. why. It feels a bit non-stop. Like, yeah, we, we, yeah. We made this joke last, but like, you know, 
PlayStation Five, like all candles everywhere. <laughs> but I mean, it's just like, it's just very much like that. Um, <laughs> like the uh, the the PlayStation Five, like every video game level is like going through a Bed Bath and Beyond. Yes, exactly. In terms of candle content <laughs> or a be- uh, Bath and Body Works, like to... Bath and Body Works colon Yarnum Edition. If you uh, if you play No Man's Sky on PS5, you just have seven jillion Mario's on every planet. Yeah, like, it's amazing. <laughs> no, all independently no. animating and smiling and yelling at you at the same time. Yeah, because that's what we want in the future is a constant maximal like overstimulation. I just want all Mario's all the time. Oops, all Mario's Mario one twenty eight. <laughs> um, the uh, so they're going in here. Cyclops is still wrestling with why he didn't kill him. Uh, and Phantom X is pushing the side like you're complaining. Uh, and there's this great little bit where like uh. Cyclops says, I always wondered what you got to upside of outside of X-Men hours, Logan. Now I know. Also, X jackets off. The professor wouldn't want to be associated with vandalism of this scale. Excuse me? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Scott's still going to Scott. I, uh, I, that. Logan's response of whatever as he's taking his jacket yeah. off is very good. Also, <laughs> boys, you have X's all over your body. <laughs> like, it's I don't true. think it's, it's just the jacket. Like, It's not the jacket. Yeah. You're a guy with the visor and you're another dude with three adamantium unbreakable claws. I think everybody knows who you are, fam. Like, you're not well, fooling there's anybody. A, there's an awesome, like, if this show, if the, the comics run of this goes on long enough, you know, because there's a lot of things that would be cooler to get to uh, before this, but I have a weakness for uh, the Dark X-Men. Mm-hmm thing from from dark rain because it was basically playing on the fact that the public wouldn't know that so they have like dark beast and they have wolverine but it's actually dakin who has like two claws but it's like the public doesn't know it's just a guy dressed up as wolverine so they'll believe that's wolverine you know um it's it's a really clever like little bit to me um so they they're going to uh you know, invade this fortress and they come in swinging and Phantom X just starts murdering the staff. He says that there's uh, 15 armed targets and they immediately kill like eight or 10 of them. <clears throat> yep. Um, yep, yep. And then they and... start planning charges everywhere because like Phantom X is here to shut this down and to, to blow it up, not to fuck around. But also here is a computer that has the missing weapon X files or weapon 10 files. And that's where yep. Logan's going to spend most of his time this issue. Yep. You have 10 minutes to browse. This is your life. Um, and it, it's, it's, I love it. It's on this huge, like 72 point font on a mega monitor. Great. So, so the audience can read it as well. It's like the mm-hmm. Doogie Hauser computer. I love it. And it starts like since the dawn of the mutants, humankind has searched for ways to match their uncanny powers. <laughs> like this, this is like Stan Lee wrote this, yes. uh, which actually makes tons of sense because based on what this, this thing is, but, but I really love it. Like this would be the intro to the Omega Sentinels, uh, or the super Sentinels comic book basically. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, um, um and we we see um we're going to see like the progression of the weapon programs we talked a little bit about that uh, a few episodes ago but like we're going to actually see some of that in the issue now which is pretty cool uh but the other armed targets show up and they have to deal with that first and wolverine is completely ignoring the violence and chaos behind them as cyclops and phantom x like murder these fools um when just staring at again the 72 pot 72 point font screen um yep. looking at dudes with the american flag painted on his face <laughs> yeah nuke Nuke. Uh, so Captain America, you know, weapon one nuke was them trying to use criminals to repeat the Captain America thing. They created nuke. I think is this guy's name. Um, I've never read a comic with him, but I think that's his name. Um, and they're like, Hey, we got to go, uh, Logan. And Logan basically just says like, go on. Like, I got to see this stuff. You know, I'll catch up with you. Like basically just di- dismissing them, uh, and saying he wants to stay here reading the computer while this is happening. Uh, this, uh, kind of crack sound comes and EVA is attacked by, something uh i you know mm-hmm. spikes 
I don't don't really know what's happening here. Metal spears with like little yeah. hooks on them, like it's, it's, you know what? It almost looks like a like fishing hooks that have been straightened. Um, oh but sure, it, and there's Our and there's means. a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, this is nasty. a really good illustration of like bad uh, art just decisions in this, and this is actually the colorist, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, because by bathing, so fan, uh, EVA has a bunch of like just tendrils coming off of it all the time. Um, by bathing the harpoons in the same light that comes off of EVA, it's like hard at a glance to know exactly what's happening. Yes. Those harpoons should have been a much darker color or, or like bright, like yellow or something like something yeah, that stands yeah. in contrast with blue. Um, and again, this could just be colorblind Gary, but like, to me, this panel does not read very well. On first glance, you have to like look at it too much, which is not what you want for something that's like actiony and percussive. Yeah, and there's some of the lines that are coming like from the the orb section in the middle, like they they just go into the thing, and I guess yeah. like it's they're supposed to come out the other side, but it also vaguely looks like motion lines at the same time. Exactly, and it's, and it's just yeah. very difficult to determine. Like it, you have to sit here and look at it and go, oh, they just had like 15 random spikes that came out in various for, angles, <laughs> like from all directions, yeah. from space. Where did they park like, EVA? <laughs> like, yeah. how did you like? <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird why'd you put it in the middle of the dentist chair you know uh super, well there's this very strange. tiny room that's just full of small holes with like gleaming spikes inside but they don't seem like they come out so i think we're good guys i think this is good i, 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 I i've never seen raiders of the lost ark monsieur you know <laughs> this should happen to everybody that parks in a handicap spot without a ticker without a sticker mm-hmm. right like this is the thing that should happen yeah. um yeah one of the panels turns on and it's the um it's the guy who runs uh weapon x or the weapon program and uh they say we know your weakness your nervous system is stored outside your body and that's when phantom x collapses and he has to Mm -hmm. switch to his backup nervous system because phantom x is gonna phantom x um and says he he can only see in black and white but you know he he has to go save eva and they're like hey logan we need to get on this and he's like sure uh i just got to my file though so let's let me y'all just go ahead and I'm, I'm going to use this laser pointer to click open file because this is how computer operating <laughs> systems work <laughs> on the mega computer uh, here. Um, while uh, Cyclops and Phantom X are trying to continue to move on while Warren's ignoring them, they find the uh, Justice League table for the, the Super Sentinels, uh, which I love. Like they have this, this, this scary like this is going to be our headquarters. Like I was supposed to be here. You know, and we were going to set up here and target mutants for extermination. Um, and we get to see the different names for the, the different people, like Huntsman uh, was going to be Weapon 12. Um, we uh, Alt- Automaton um, is the is Weapon 15, which is basically the Superman, you know, and Phantom <laughs> X was supposed to be like a Batman. What if what if you know? Automaton's power is just giving you variously like increasing in degree ultimatums? ultimatums. Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> like either this mutant kind goes or i do um the uh but the idea that phantom x was programmed to be a like batman yeah you know like the whole time that we've dealt with phantom x where he's felt like not too good to be true but felt like manufactured cool mm-hmm. uh this is an incredibly cool payoff for that yeah like he exactly was what people in this comic world thought comic book fans would think would be a cool badass stealth character Mm-hmm. you know and that's why he's felt so weird and uncanny this genetic cleansing operation disguised as a comic book fighting team right like yep. and and of course like scott is here in this and like so it is war like humans have never trusted us they've always been active they've been actively been doing this even though you know the professor has 
revealed himself to be who he is and was we thought he was making inroads and like inviting humans to the campus and all of this other stuff like no they were still like planning yep. on murdering all of you and like getting the public's approval behind it like they were going to do a cartoon about it um yeah scott, scott has be- taken the black pill yeah like, this is this is the beginning <laughs> of black pill scott which is what the last arc like the fulcrum that it rests on yeah you know um so they decide, um, hey, we got to go uh, save EVA, and uh, they find the hallway, where, which is covered in presumably EVA blood, uh, and they find Goop. it just... The spear room. They find the spear room where they parked her, and uh, like EVA yep. just says, ouch, which is very funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Super Sentinels, it's corny. You know, and this, the, uh, the director of this has been taunting them, pops up and says, the Super Sentinels, how does it sound corny? But it's corny, they understand. Again, this is uh, marketing, you know? Um, and he's kind of explaining like he was going to be the handler for the superhero team, uh, which is really, really cool. And basically says how we did, they designed Phantom X to be, you know, to be the Batman, all these cool things to make you a character people would love. You have multiple brains for independent parallel processing, external nervous system, nanoactive blood and an attitude. You know, we gave you everything, but you chose to go faux French, uh, <laughs> you know, a little joke there. Uh, and then they blow up uh, EVA here. Yes. Uh, kind of hard to tell exactly what's going on, but that hurts uh, Phantom X quite a bit, of course. Yes. Um, he basically collapses and um, he can't really do anything. So uh, Cyclops has to pick him up and, and run from him. Um, and the, the the handler guy is still talking and um, he reveals um, not only like were they going to do all of this stuff, but they were going to love them for it. Um, and also there was an informant within the Xavier Institute. Uh, and he's, yep. you know, like that way that's and all of this was supposed to start in two weeks. Like this is when they were going to kick on this program. Um, and mm-hmm. it's still going to happen. The sleepers will wake from their tanks and mutant kind will be exterminated humanely. And of course, Cyclops says, I don't think so. And starts running, um, with Phantom X. And then the next screen, uh, or excuse me, the next shot is a panel that I really, really, really like. And I wish it yeah, just yeah. makes me wish Weapon 15's like design was better because what's happening to this guy's thighs. Um, but <laughs> yep. uh, um, it's Weapon thir- Weapon 15 on the right-hand side just standing there saying, what is the purpose of life? And it's Wolverine on the left-hand side saying, like, what? <laughs> what, do, what do you, I'm trying to learn about my history. What the fuck do you want, man? You caught me at a bad moment, you know? Um, and Wolverine here, also Black Pill Wolverine, uh, because, the, you know, as we learned about the big conspiracy that was, you know, the, the fall of the X-Men in this, demoralizing them was always part of the plan mm-hmm. right um so he's you know do i look like a philosopher to you uh and here weapon 15 reveals something incredibly important that is just a throwaway word in the fucking uh you know in 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 just a a side thing that is actually key to understanding this entire run mm-hmm. um where weapon 15 says dr sublime told me the purpose was to exterminate all traces of mutant genetics on earth and we're like dr sublime you know like uh we saw that guy die um, one thing that I forgot about, um, I was reading about this arc after I finished it, is that uh, there was a web, there was a comic book that came out at the same time called Weapon X, um, which is not particularly good, uh, but I still I read it uh, at the time, and Sublime shows up in that as well, um, in a new body. Um, so this is within this arc though, like this is the only hinting we're getting that Sublime can be in multiple bodies before the end arc, you know. Uh, and it turns out Sublime can be in lots of bodies. Like Sublime can control a lot of people and a lot of people we already know and a lot of people we've already seen. Um, Sublime is the threat. And it feels like uh, they would do more work to to center that. Mm-hmm. You know, like Sublime is the villain of this run. Um, and they underestimated Sublime and thought they beat him and he showed the audience that they beat him and they did not. 
Uh, he's been behind all this horseshit. Yeah. Uh, and this is a really key hint about that. And it's just, it's like a little sideline. It's very easy to skip. Which is good. Um, I like, I like this kind of like, like, cause you could, it, if you think about it, like we're reading these back to back, um, it's real easy to binge a comic book and like look over foreshadowing or look over like small details if you're just kind of, you know, going through it. Um, but in reality, like these books come out once a month and yeah, I, I know yeah. as a kid, like I would get new comic books and I would read them like five, or 10 times, maybe even like dozens of times before the next month, because I just, I had a limited budget. Like this was my entertainment, right? Like it was, yep. uh, and, and it like having little things like this that you could pick up on are, are really cool. And like, I had the same reaction you did of like Dr. Sublime. Oh, wow. Wait a minute. Hold on. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yep, yep. it feels like they don't call very much attention to that because Grant Morrison really wanted that reveal to be like, cause we're going to get the huge reveal in the next arc. And then the arc after that, we get the even bigger reveal. Like I think he just but wanted it, it to accelerate yeah. all, the, all that and not, and not slow down. Well, and what's weird though, is the way that the storytelling uh, is told. And this is not a reader's fault. This is the, the writer and the artist and kind of like the pacing's fault, but the bigger reveal in the final arc is not the one people know the arc for. Yeah. Is not the, uh, the thing that it, it's not treated as the bigger reveal. Um, the next issue is the big shocking moment, but then the actual thing that happens after it, that kind of explains it is kind of buried, Yeah, you know, and it, it's really easy to miss that. And it's, it's nobody, if, you, if you're listening to this, you missed it. I missed it the first time I read the arc. You're nobody's fault for missing it. It's not very well conveyed. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, you know, he says I could have been a painter, you know, uh, instead of being this, uh, you know, tool for genetic destruction, uh, Wolverine who's black pilled now is like, no, I found out what I am and who I am. Uh, some people were born and raised to kill. That's the only thing they're good for. Everything else is a lie. Um, you're asking me about the purpose of life, you genocidal fuck machine. It's like this, and then blows up the station with both of them in it. I just want to, just in case anybody asks, it's not a genocidal fuck machine. It's a fucking genocidal machine. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> a genocidal <laughs> fuck machine is like like a fetish. But, Don't get me wrong. Listen, we've all seen, we've all watched Burn After Reading. We know what a genocidal <laughs> fuck machine is. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you put it on a treadmill? Why does it have pedals? Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, Wolverine hits this button. The whole thing explodes. Uh, and we're at the end of this arc and the end of this issue. Uh, I, like I said, like I think you mentioned very early on that the first and fourth issue in this arc are your favorites. And I think I would very much agree with that. Uh, this one, mm-hmm. I, I could have lived on this spaceship for a little while longer. Like I, I really could. Yeah, have. Yeah. It, it felt super rushed. And everything that happens for the rest of this run feels super rushed. Like I don't know any of the details in the backstory, but like at this point we're a couple of years into Grant Morrison running this. And I have to imagine someone at Marvel is just like tap. Okay, come on, wrap it up. Chuck Austin's waiting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we gotta go. We gotta move on. <laughs> <laughs> gotta make room. So uh, Chuck Austin just did those. So he'd been doing uncanny at the time. Uh, and he does those two little fill in runs for this. But the weird thing that this is uh, actually, and we'll talk about this in the wrap up issue, but the thing this uh, sets the stage for actually, the thing that comes next is the Peter Milligan run. Mm hmm of uh of x-men which is exceedingly weird um i don't i don't know if you've ever read that but it is not uh it's not particularly good like i love peter milligan um it's not particularly good but it's really strange um it's it's a it's an interesting misfire so, interesting yeah. yeah um overall though like since this is the last arc or not excuse me this is the last issue of the arc like this, yeah, we're gonna end the podcast now yeah we're done yeah, so we, we <clears> hinted <throat> at all that cool shit we're not gonna we're, gonna <laughs> we're pivoting pivoting back to x-men evolution everybody mm-hmm. <laughs> um but the it's it's this <laughs> no. is such a, a failure in execution um i, th- I think because it's just 
or, or maybe it's not. I, I really have a hard time with this because it's it's something that I want to know more and more and more about, and it, I just you just don't get it anywhere else. Like the comic book pretty much just stops with this world stuff from here on out, and we go in a crazy zany different direction. And I, I yeah. do want more of this stuff. I really want more of this stuff, and. I just don't want more of like Weapon 15's design, right? Like I just don't need I don't need spikes on shoes to to really sell me on a guy anymore. So yeah, yeah, it's a you know it's it's an interesting thing too because it's like there is a skill to making me want more. Like I came out of this wanting to read a source book about it, you know, but wanting to uh, have like encyclopedia knowledge of this cool setup is different than like an emotional truth or whatever, you know. Uh, like having that kind of like strong emotional or excitement reaction to this. I just had an interest reaction because basically it's almost like reading a big list of Dark Souls area names, you know, and it's like, oh, I want to know more about that, but not actually getting to explore the level. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, yeah, um, that was this arc. We're going to be back pretty shortly uh, with a with a whole start of a whole different arc. Um, a reminder, if uh, you want to be included on our feedback episode, if you have some things to say about New X-Men, some questions you want us to answer, or it's just your own general experiences with it, uh, you can go to daysoffuturecast.com, hit the contact button. You can also email us directly at dofcpodcast at gmail.com or DM us on Twitter at dofcpodcast. Mm-hmm. If you want to support the show directly, the best place to do so is patreon.com slash TV or leaving reviews on Apple Podcast. Um, mm-hmm. boy, if I was good at improv, I would just make up a review that we've, we've gotten recently, but we haven't had a review <laughs> recently, so I can't make it's them up that the, quick. Uh, yeah. Uh, hear that people get on it, get on it. Uh, and I will uh, leave dumb reviews. I will read them on air. Maybe. I don't know. I just, that's maybe do it that day. Um, uh, yeah. But thank uh, so you for listening. Take care everybody. until next time. Yeah. Bye.